0: what's up you lovely lurkers i'm scott he's willie and welcome to the show (laughs) today we're going to talk about charity porn no time like the present tiktok on the clock and
1: generationships if you like our voices you can find our faces on youtube tiktok and instagram or putting your name in to be the next contestant on the bachelorette because neither of us will ever do blackface let's lurk
0: What a week it has been, and what a week it will be. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Willie, but uh, unlike Taylor Swift, I'm feeling about 82 with all these new maladies I'm suddenly having.
1: It's one of those like really interesting weeks because politicians were way too woke, saying things like Taylor Swift lyrics, you had police injustice happening, and...
0: Here we are, trying to be funny. Couple of jokesters in the middle of flyover country, trying to survive. <laughs> 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 but my hope is that we're trying to, uh, you know, make your life, listener, aka lurker, a little bit better, just like Mr. Beast.
1: In this video, we're curing a thousand people's blindness. <laughs> it's gonna be-
0: Mr. Beast, who
1: is well known in some communities as one of the most influential YouTubers that exists, hundreds of millions of subscribers, donates millions and millions of dollars, gives away tons of stuff, and how is there controversy around him deciding to cure over a thousand people's blindness?
0: I think it stems back to before he even released the video, there was a big tease mm-hmm. about how his next couple videos were going to be unlike unlike anything he's ever done before, and when it first was revealed that he's actually curing people of their blindness, the doctors actually did it. Mr. Beast just paid for it. It rubbed some people the wrong way, and hence why I called this segment Charity Porn, Because there is the, I guess, group of individuals who will do something great for somebody else, but only if they film it first. And so I think a lot of people who are not familiar with Mr. Beast are now seeing like, oh, this guy, he's doing what everybody else does without doing their due diligence. Sure. Sure. I think the controversy stems from this
1: influencer wants to make a video that shows him looking like the good person yep hey i i'm the best i look at all of these philanthropic things that i do in my life i cured all these people of blindness oh by the way i gave away some cars i donated thousands of dollars like i did all of these things now give me money advertisers for all of these people watching my video right right there is a financial incentive for him to do it but the counterpoint to all of that is he wouldn't have that money. He wouldn't be able to have done any of this without this content, without him having done this in the first place. The real victim, or victim is the wrong word, the real villain here is the fact that people can't get this cure for blindness. When it only costs
0: $5,000.
1: That's it. And... The doctor in here says, oh, by the way, this is like 50% of all
0: blindness, <laughs> which is insane if you think about it. It's absurd. Now, what also happened, controversially, of course, is there was a section who had never heard of this YouTuber whatsoever. Now, I, I'm going to be admit that Willie knows about Mr. Beast more than I do. I do not follow Mr. Beast. In fact... I usually only hear about him when he's doing, like, these incredible, trendy things. Um,
1: Donating a million trees.
0: Yeah, yeah, stuff that gets on TikTok, stuff that gets on Twitter, which is not his regular platform. Right. Apparently, there's a subsection of people who think Mr. Beast means he is actually the Mr. Beast, a.k.a. the Lord of Flies, a.k.a. the Lord of Flies, a.k.a. Lil Nas X. huh? The devil? <laughs> the devil. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so because he is curing the blind, they think he's a false prophet. They think mm. he's trying to be Jesus. And I saw a bunch of hilarious memes saying, like, Mr. Beast's next video is going to be him, like, working with wine or working with water <laughs> and, and or walking on water. So it, it was just a bunch of people. And. Let's be honest, it was probably bots trying to bring him down for some shadow op. You know who you are. Probably.
1: I, I mean, there's literally somebody who tweeted at the video. Their name was LOL Overruled. i a boomer. <laughs> that says, there is something so demonic about this, and I can't even articulate what it is. Oh. Well, that's just because you don't
0: understand it, and you want free things. I can, though, because, honestly, that, that picture that he's used for <laughs> the YouTube video, it, sure. just, it looks bad. It looks real bad. Mr. Beast, come on. I don't know who you pay for that, but get off of Fiber, <laughs>
1: man. Seriously.
0: He, he probably pays somebody a lot
1: of money to do <laughs> all of those things. You did not get your money's worth. It looks creepy. Nah.
0: <laughs>
1: try, try again. But, I mean, somebody even said, like, the the coined phrase here is charity porn. Right at the start, it says that something about 50% of blindness is curable. Then, to see them just dancing around like it's a talk show charity segment infused with the vibe of modern content tailored to our destroyed attention spans feels viscerally wrong.
0: But quick cuts everywhere in
1: that video. Can we just acknowledge something that is truly important for you to recognize? When you saw... The newest trilogy of Star Wars movie movies, did you think that they were better than the first or the second?
0: Um, are you talking
1: about the prequels? Yeah, so the first trilogy, then the prequels, and then the newest trilogy. I thought the original three were best. Yeah, it's because they're made for children. <laughs> <laughs> These videos aren't made for you. Like, Sophia you're just you think that these are wrong and it's because they're not made for you mr beast
0: much like wu-tang is for the children
1: there there's no swearing it's pretty clean cut and dry and there is a sense of feeling proud to be a a part of a community that is so giving to others in in a way we're like think about it this way i'm like a a 15 year old i'm watching this video and i'm thinking to myself maybe maybe just one day If I can get myself into a financial position like this, I can donate this money. I can be a Mr. Beast. I can help these people. Because when you help other people, arguably,
0: you can say that it's because you're doing it for them, but it makes you feel good. And I'm glad you brought that up because the third and arguably most preposterous thing that was brought up about this entire story is that Mr. Beast went onto Twitter and said... Why don't we just do this for people if the cost is so low compared to the taxes that these people would then eventually raise because now they can be fully functional working adults again? And so that, of course, sparked, oh, Mr. Beast is all for universal health care. Mr. Beast is a socialist. Mr. Beast is a a leftist, wokey, Eminem poppin', (laughs) uh, you know demon spawn i don't know what they i still think green
1: m ms are sexy (laughs) with boots or without boots
0: oh boy yeah i i mean the boots off let's let's be honest it's boots off for me
1: (laughs) yeah mr beast is not the only person attempting to cure things in people so that we can all have a more fulfilled life have you thought to yourself how long you would like to live in this world I think Provided you didn't have hearing
0: problems or <laughs> oh, vertigo. Like, uh, yeah, or... <laughs> I think about it every week, uh, at least once a week. More recently, every day. <laughs> oh. And the answer is as long as possible. So like, I don't need people tweeting at me. The answer is I <laughs> want to be immortal, the Highlander. That,
1: I'm with you. I, I understand that there are plenty, plenty of people out there that are like, I would love to live a normal life I'd love to live my life and then when I reach a certain age I'm ready major pain I'm out of (laughs) here call it good I don't want to deal with this anymore but I much like you Scott I'm obsessed with technology and Mm -hmm. and how things change and adapt and I just want to I'm curious I want to be a part of it for as long as possible
0: that's right that picture behind you that made you cry I want to be around (laughs) I want to be around when we get to go visit places like that that's why. Yes,
1: we'll return to that story in a little bit. But <laughs> Time Magazine had an article. And this TikToker, by the name of
0: professor Nice pun. You, you would. I know you would. Because <laughs> <laughs> she likes crows.
1: Of course. <laughs> but the article says, Scientists have reached a key milestone in learning how to reverse aging. The article goes on to say that... This team of scientists report that not only can they age mice on an accelerated timeline, but they can also reverse the effects of that aging by restoring some of the biological signs of youthfulness to the animal. That reversibility makes a strong case for the fact that the main driving factor in mutations aren't in the DNA, but in something else. And I just want to know what your thoughts are. Like if we reach a point where this goes into human trials and there is this shift to where you could take a pill and your wrinkles stop, they start to smooth themselves out, your cells start to regain. Uh, essentially what this is saying is it's not that the cells are dying. It's that they lose the information needed to continue
0: on. They get are you telling me? That I will get to stop telling people it's Maybelline?
1: (laughs) (laughs) We will never stop telling them
0: it's Maybelline. Actually, Maybelline's probably going to buy into this so that they can continue those commercials. (laughs) Sponsors. (laughs) I just want to say that this is something that is very fascinating as somebody who is a fan of science and the science of anti-aging and reversing aging is so controversial from the scientific community right now because you have a bunch of people and one of the persons that I listen to the most is Dr. David Sinclair who is a Harvard professor and researcher who has been working on this. Epigenetics is like the key term for all of this. What this professor is talking about is 100% what I've been listening to on and off for the past three or four years. Just like Oh, this is kind of interesting. Oh, this is kind of cool. Oh, they're trying it on animals now. Oh, it worked on small animals. Oh, they're trying it on bigger animals. There was a guest on another podcast I heard that is they're actively using a pill on dogs. Uh, Oh. And and it's working. And it's not like we're going to live forever. It's just prolonging the good years of our life. So imagine if you were 20 years old. 20 years longer so like you just got to be young and healthy again or like you got to stay young and healthy again i like this this new thing you're talking about is really cool because it allows us to walk backwards Mm -hmm. but what if you could just like pop a pill every single day and you doubled your lifespan for that period of time that's another form that they're working on i understand that there's certain ethical things
1: But let me just give you my hot take real fast. So I I think one of the immediate responses is outside of like the concerns of capitalism. What do we do about like growing populations? If people live that much longer, populations rise, they go up. I think science is to the point now where we have a lot of really great preventative pregnancies out there. I'm not I'm. I'm not deep diving down to that topic. I'm saying condoms are pretty readily accessible for now oh, in the United States. Sure. And it, other things like that, it makes it so that like we can live longer without having an abundance of children. In fact, many countries right now are not birthing enough children. There is a financial incentive to these countries saying keep them alive longer, keep them in the workforce, keep them pushing and keep that grind Mm -hmm, going mm -hmm. we're gonna because you live longer we might as well do seven day work weeks
0: yeah there's uh i think not that i don't want that (laughs) no we we don't some people do but i think japan is net negative for the first Mm -hmm. time in a long time this year and uh, it's it's a frightening thing to think about from their gdp standpoint now the ethics of okay this type of thing exists if we're talking about what you're talking about and people are just suddenly able to walk it back, sure. it sounds like it's more advantage for the rich getting richer. True. And then the lesser than well-off people would probably die. So that just leaves the rich to figure out who's going to take out the trash and clean the toilets. On one hand, maybe if, we, uh, if, we, if there is an afterlife, we can just sit around with our popcorn and watch that.
1: okay all right let let me be the optimist in the room here do you think that if they're going to push this into bigger animal trials and inevitably into human trials do you realistically think that those old white men that are in office today the people that put laws in place do you really think they're going to make it to the point where this is a viable drug for humans.
0: No way. There's no, no way they're Mm-mm. not going to make it. But the younger, ambitious, hungry politicians who plan on having large families, they could build this. Which ones their, are those? I don't know. Uh, George Santos. <laughs> I, as far <laughs> Andrew as I know, Tate, he's got a uh, Santos. has got the biggest family in the world. Heir to the Trump fortune, part Rockefeller blood, part tiger blood. George Santos said Sell that sellout, sellout artist
1: who has never done anything wrong. Louis C.K. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best thing about this technology is that most of us will be dead by the time <laughs> it actually comes into fruition and can cause havoc. So we can only
1: hope that the people that are younger than us are going to be like, "Huh, Liddy, let's do it," and then and then dab.
0: Do they do that anymore? Nope. No? Yeah, no. We're we're definitely not taking those pills.
1: (laughs) I've been on TikTok too long.
0: And politicians are also on TikTok. Ass. TikTok's ass, that is. Because, Mm. guess what? As we've known from the beginning, TikTok is great for a little bit. But it's basically a drug, right? They hook you in. They give you a viral video here and there, and they're like, use it more. 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 more. We're going to give you all these followers. We're going to give you lots of views. We're going to make you feel great. And then then suddenly. watch
1: this video of anger and hatred.
0: Yeah. And then boobies. Oh. Huh? Okay. (laughs) Nope. Not you? Okay. (laughs) That's not on my timeline. Okay. Yet, And so, eventually they cut you off though And they're like, you know what, now my nephew is in charge of your account And they get to decide whether you're popular or not Which isn't cool And all the while, they are collecting the information about you Allegedly Allegedly They'll get their day in court They'll get their day in court, which is what this is all about TikTok is on the clock because Renowned insurrectionists senator josh hawley from missouri is uh is calling them starting this story off great scott i feel so i feel so confident not biased at all your next Uh. sentence but he's he's telling them to come on down you're the next contestant on let me yell at you on c-span and not really listen to what you're saying (laughs) but the reason is they want to know where Americans' private and personal data is going, and why is it China? Why do they want to know where the data's going? What are they so worried about? I think they're worried about, number one, all of these American companies are not able to collect as much personal data because everybody's sending it to a foreign country. And so they want it banned. They want it M&M spokescandied right now.
1: All of our private data goes through Maya Rudolph. <laughs> she has to approve <laughs> everything. TikTok announces today that Maya Rudolph will be the sponsor. <laughs> oh Jesus, Eduardo, you're doing the that Google search again? Uh, do you think TikTok is long for this world? I genuinely have a hard time believing that any politician has the ability to get a company like TikTok shut down. I don't think it's possible. They can put sanctions, they can do whatever they want, but I think the only thing that is going to slow TikTok's growth is going to be the audience that watches going away, getting bored, finding the next new thing to scroll on. Because, I mean, we've seen it across the board. It started with Facebook in the early 2000s. You were there all the time. Well, I guess it started with MySpace. Right, AOL chat rooms even, to Facebook, then to Instagram, which became Facebook, then to Twitter, which became racist, back to Instagram, <laughs> then to Vine. And they're always like, oh my God, Vine, look at this, this is so cool. And then, and then that went to Twitter. And now
0: Vine's racist. The Vine's racist.
1: <laughs> and, and then, hey, the Chinese government shows up and they're like, we can do this because we know everything about you.
0: And Russia's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like your thinking. Your timeline's a little off, but I get what you're saying. But the senators <laughs> don't really want it to be dead. They just don't want it on our borders. No, they want it for themselves. That's that's what I think, too. I think that there is some young upstart, and we'll have to go and look at some sort of, uh, you know, one of those TikTok accounts that looks in the senator's financial pockets and sees what they're investing mm-hmm. in we'll have to see if there's like a young tech startup social media thing like hive like mastodon that maybe D- they're investing in so that as soon as tiktok disappears whoop something pops and it goes there conveniently this this Allegedly. reminds
1: me that we are in an age where Real warfare is going to be done digitally nowadays. If you think that it's going to be human bodies on a battlefield, I think you're kidding yourself. I think it happens inside the computer. Are you not watching every Ukraine, Russia? It's not just a soccer ah, that, match. We don't know if that's real. I'm just kidding. That's... <laughs> I'm not going to go down that conspiracy theory. Anybody <laughs> thinks that they're freaking stupid. Uh, that soundbite's going to get pulled. I, I, I just got canceled. I can't make it on The Bachelorette anymore. But my thought here is... It's gone. It's gone. It's, gone. it's on the field of
0: battle. <laughs> no. Oh right God. now. No.
1: Oh um, do, you, do you remember when... The My Fitness Pal came out. That app came out that like would allow people to kind of social media. Oh sure, like community view fitness movements from other people.
0: Yeah, it was like the Foursquare of
1: fitness. Yeah, and then everybody saw where all of these military personnel what were going in Area Fifty One because it just tracked that. <laughs> Arguably, <laughs> this is a smokescreen because. One organization wants more data than the other organization, and they don't know how to do it besides saying, give it to me.
0: Yeah, Uncle Uncle Politician, I want you to go fire them. I, I want you to go kick them out, please. I'll give you <laughs> lots of money. <laughs> I got it.
1: You know who they give TikTok over to? Uh, it's a you Chinese
0: know. company. Who are they giving it to? If you say Idris Cause, Elba, cause I'm that's be the so thing. pissed off. <laughs> the, what? That the thing is, <laughs> Scott,
1: it's not Idris. It's
0: not. He's not giving.
1: No. <laughs> they you say the, it at the, the same last time. the elect the last administration wanted to give this like take it and then do something within the United States with it, make it its own company, right? Sure, so I, I forgot. We're, we're gonna say a company. We're gonna say a company, oh, not a person. Okay, a who person. does it go to? What company? runs TikTok on three okay got it three two one
0: only fans oh oh (laughs) Oh. well Hmm. that's a mashup Colab actually (laughs) oh no no wait that's where the princesses go it's already been done it's called Tumblr (laughs) (laughs)
1: i don't know about you scott but at a certain point we might just need to get out we might just need to get off this planet stop dealing with all of these people mainly because everybody's gonna live forever and they're all gonna fight about who has whose data therefore we need to start our own earth our own planet what would you call that planet i'm probably call it earthy McEartherson. Because I... Spoken like a true internet aficionado. (laughs) (laughs) I put up a poll right before we left, and that's the one that got picked. So, today, I'm scrolling on TikTok, and I see this video from the account nobody.important. Nobody important. Felix, you're important. But he goes on to share a really interesting concept, and
0: I want to talk about it today. It's called the Generation Ship. I will admit, when you sent this to me, I thought it was going to be some like betrothed family suddenly getting incestual because they're like just marrying their kids off to each other and keeping the bloodline I, strong.
1: We're not talking about the British Parliament <laughs> or the royal, fam- the, the royal family. We're not talking about that. Well, then what are we talking about? So we're talking about the macabre idea that if we were to become the type of civilization that said we're going to go and we're going to go as far into space as we can to find a new planet that we can call home. We're not talking about Mars. We're not talking about Jupiter. Get your ass past Pluto. We're talking thousands, hundreds of years into the universe to find a new place to live. It's not unfathomable. That could happen on an infinite timescale.
0: You're talking about something that has been brought up in a lot of sci-fi, in books, TV shows, movies. This is something where they build an arc for the people that want to get biblical. And they take a certain number of people. In this uh, dude's video, it said... Like 180 families who have no relationships to each other whatsoever. That's what
1: you need mathematically to not have incest. Yeah.
0: Minimum. He said, hopefully more. But you would then send those families into space towards a second Earth. Earth to... Earthy McEartherton. um, (laughs) Humanity's boogaloo. And... (laughs) So they would have kids, and they would train those kids to take care of the ship and grow crops. And their only instructions for the rest of their entirety of existence would be to have kids... Do it again. Train them to fix the ship and grow crops. And so on and so forth. And his quandary, he he was really having a tough time with this about halfway through, he says... What if I'm about fifth generation of family, they're just like, why are we doing this? We've never seen Earth, one. We're never going to see Earth, two. What's the point? Exactly. Exactly. It's such an interesting concept. He goes
1: on to say that imagine it takes 10 generations to get to the destination. About generation five, there is nobody alive. Zero. Provided that this sell credible cure for sell stuff doesn't exist there's nobody alive that remembers what it's like to step on earth or to know that there
0: is a realistic future ahead of them they are there to do a task it's a psychological quandary for sure i don't think in our present state of mind we could do it i don't think the next generation of humans could do it i'm talking about people that aren't even born yet Mm -hmm. i think in order for us to do something like that we need to find a way to harness the complete and totality of our own solar system and i mean eventually build something that travels faster than the speed of light or can bend space i thought you were gonna say find jesus but that (laughs) who knows he might be out there just waiting for us beckoning (laughs) saying what took you so long (laughs) i get
1: really stuck thinking about this and the fact that humanity becomes a commodity that it's all about time can we get to this destination in a certain period of time knowing full well that generation after generation will serve little to no purpose
0: besides starting over i want to i want to posit this into your mind space Because I popped into the comments, and one of the first ones, or top ones, is, isn't that what we just call life right now? And isn't our planet that ship? Because, I mean, I'm looking at the clock here. It's 2023 in the Gregorian calendar, and nobody's really figured out the meaning of life yet. (laughs) And all we're trying to do is, A, keep the ship going and fix it, and B, grow enough food for the people who are riding it yeah but at least on the ship at least they're encouraged to have sex listen there's gonna be no incels on that ship (laughs) everybody's getting some okay all right like you're you're contractually obligated to get it on wait wait wait
1: if there are infinite futures we we need to we need to assume that everything is possible Mm -hmm. scott i'm not following but uh, keep going. How many generations till literally everybody is gay? Oh, no babies. Lots of sex. No babies, but lots of sex <laughs> in the exactly right there
0: in the butt. <laughs> uh, we're also not we're also not taking into the accountability that in the infinite amount of possibilities, cloning doesn't exist cyborgs we're talking cylons we're talking that's about all i got the borg you know (laughs) those types of things could happen where some old humans that are on the ship that they don't want to go out like this they build little rocket ships and they splinter off and suddenly we have i don't know humans all over the place and inevitably they fall into some sort of
1: wormhole and when they come out what are they greeted with earth but then they
0: land it's all monkeys everybody i I thought you were gonna say it's all dinosaurs and they would land and find adam driver there trying to keep one girl alive like in his upcoming movie 65 not a sponsor thank you so much for hanging (laughs) out with us today (laughs) find more of us on our socials and we'll see you next week right so we're just we're just gonna play play a little game and uh you want to go first you want me to go first i don't know what the game is scott you go first the game is to basically not talk over each other but respond as quickly as possible that sounds great yeah i think it's a regular improv game is it really an improv game i think it's an improv game i've seen it played before
1: Oh, I think that should be our goal for the rest of the night, which means we need to be thinking critically about what the other person is saying so that when there is the pause, the other person
0: really doesn't have a pause and they can just continue on the sentence. Exactly. So, anyway, I was making a peanut butter sandwich today. I put it right on my balls. <laughs> I use JIF. <laughs> And I let my cat lick it off. Which makes sense because, I mean, it's not going to lick itself. (laughs) But I do come in a jiffy.